Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Peret Beis, Pasuk Aleph, Vayomer Eli Ben Adam. So you will recall, we left Yechezkel at the end of Peret Aleph in a dead faint on the ground, unconscious, after the Masem Merkava, that matter of the chariot with its mysticism and its fire and seeing angels and seeing uh, the throne of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, if not the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself, he either collapses, his most unfortunate, and just faints dead away, or it could be he falls to the ground in awe as to what he's seen. But in any event, he is now aroused to deliver a nevuah to B'nai Yisrael. So we pick it up, Pasuk Beis, by Yomer Eli, and Kaddish Baruch Hu says to him, Ben Adam, Amod al-Raglecha v'adaber itach. Ben Adam, stand on your feet and I will speak to you. We have noted before that the expression Ben Adam, son of man, is exclusive to Yechezkel. No other Navi is called that. And the reason, or the question rather, is why? Certainly, it's not because of the fact that his prophecies are so complex and are so esoteric, as we're going to see, not only Masa Merkava, but you're going to have the Atzimos soon, the dry bones vision he has. Or we're going to see he has a vision of the Beis Hamikdash, the Shlishi, the third Beis Hamikdash, with a floor plan he has. Or Yerushalayim rebuilt. They are deep, esoteric, mystical novi. So why the B'nai Adam? And interestingly, both Radak and Rashi and even to a degree of Barbanel, give the same explanation. Let me read to you Rashi. He's called B'nai Adam, says Rashi, Ela b'shvil shalod tehei dato rechava Allah. After the complicated, esoteric nevuah of the Masem Merkava, it's his das may have become full of himself. In other words, as Rashi says, mitoch shahoyodam libo kimerchava hamerchava ubemachalosa yomim. He was on the highest stratosphere. He was among malachim. He was among the throne of heaven, and so that he might have gotten to the point where he considers himself in that group, one of the malachim. No, says Rashi. Ben Adam, you're a simple person. The Radak says more or less the same thing. Uh, and I quote, that he shouldn't become prideful and even arrogant. That he thinks himself one of the angels. And Radak gives another reason. One, of course, is to 
dissuade him that he is not of the Malachim. He is a plain man. True, we saw that each Malach of the Chayot, the highest stratosphere of angels, had four faces. One of a man, one of an ox, one of a vulture, one of a lion. And what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is telling him, you are the face of the Adam, the man. It is your intelligence, it's your ability to communicate, not those other qualities these animals have that sets you apart and therefore ben Adam. So, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Amod al-Raglacha, stand on your feet, v'adaber b'tach, I'm going to speak to you. V'atavo b'ruach, kasher diber elai, v'atamidenu al-Raglai, a spirit came unto me, and it stood me on my feet, the Eshma es midaber elai, and I am listening to the words of he who is speaking to me. Vayomer elai, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, ben Adam, second time, I am sending you to B'nai Yisrael, El Goyim Hamardim, to nations who rebel against me. Nothing new. These people have rebelled against me for generations back, and it continues to this day. There's a distinction between Mardubi and Pashubi. In Mardubi, it's a much more serious offense because it imputes the whole nation. Pashubi is an individual sinning against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So now, we see the target audience is B'nai Yisrael, but we have since established that Yechezkel is in Bavel. How do we expect the Nebuah to get to B'nai Yisrael? And the Ragdak indicates that there was communication between people in Babel, people in Yisrael, and also that the Nebuah was directed to Babel too. They are at least 11 years before the actual goals. This is what's going to happen to B'nai Yisrael, and it is going to have ramifications on you. So they are very much in the target group for the prophecy. And says the Radak, El HaGoyim, you are to tell B'nai Yisrael the HaGoyim. Goyim is plural, plural nations. As Radak says, let me quote, Afal Pishahayu Goyechad. Wait, there's only one nation. They were so divided, B'nai Yisrael, in the extent of their evil. They worship the Avodah Zorah of B'nai Amon. The Eilesh shall Moab. These Jews worship Moab's God. So Omar HaGoyim, that they... they were like of every nation. That's why the plural is warranted here. Also, the Radak adds, there were two tribes, remember, Binyamin and Yehuda. So, Shratim is plural. Goyim would be plural. Continues Kaddish Baruch Babanim Babonim Panim. They are brazen face. 
Bechizek Lev, they are stubborn. Ani Sholeach Asho Alehem, I am sending you to them. Yomarta Alehem, Kol Amar Adonai Elohim. Thus says Adoshem Elohim, Adonai we know is Midas Hadin, Elohim is Midas Harachamim, both are to be used here in your prophecy. Um, and even though these people will listen and not do anything, they have got rebellion in, in their DNA. Very important phrase. <coughs> At least they will know that a Navi was in their midst. What does that mean? It means that they can never say, nobody told us. Why didn't you warn us? Why didn't you give us the prophecy? They will know that a Navi walked in their midst and warned them. And it's interesting. <coughs> Rambam, in his uh, Yesode Hanavim says that in the last halacha, that once a person is a Navi and is proven he's a Navi, you never question him. You're not allowed to test him. You're not allowed to ask him to do this or to do that. You just don't challenge him. And the Rambam ends the parrot with the pasuk. Where does he get this from? The Yodu Kinavi that they shall know a Navi was in their midst. This is the basis for not challenging a proven Navi. ben Adam, third time this expression appears. Do not be frightened of them in their words. They <clears throat> talk a lot worse than they act. They will pierce you with verbally with thorns and thistles while sit on scorpions they're verbal altira do not do not be worried do not fear them that's it they are just rebellious they're rebellious intrinsically they're not inherently physically endangering you and speak my words to them, and they, if they listen or if they stop, I doubt it. They are rebellious. Interestingly, we point out that that first Nebuah that we learned of the Masay Merkava was so visual. It was everything was seen by Yechezkel. And this is like a 180-degree turn. It's all verbal. It's audio. And that the Rambam says that often you have a Nebiah like Masem Merkava, where the Kaddish Baruch appears to you. Sometimes you have a Nebiah, a person appears to you, a metaphor appears to you, a Masem occurs to you. Here it is pure Kol Hashem, which is a form of Nebiah, a total radical difference from Perak 1. 
ואתה בן אדם, שמע את אשר אני מדבר אליך, אל תהי מרי כבית המרי. Don't be rebellious. What is he talking about? So Yechezkel not to rebel. Says the Radak, actually Rashi, says he's telling him, don't rebel against the assignment I've given you. Don't rebel against the mission I have charged you with. Pitsei picha ve'echo es asher anino lecha. Open your mouth and taste taste of the sweetness that I am giving you. In other words, in the Nebuah, there is the um, action of what to do, the Masa, at the same time, it will have a sweetness, the worship of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the return to Torah. Follow both of them. The Erev Hineyad Shlucha Eli, and suddenly I look, and there is a hand outstretched. Now we're getting from the visual, uh, the audio rather, to a visual sign. A hand is outstretched, the Hinebo Megillah Sefer, and there is a scroll written on it. By Yifrosher Salafanai, Kaddish Baruch Hu opens the scroll to its full length before me, the Hikesuva Panim Ba'ochor, and there is writing on the front of it, and there is writing on the back of it. And what is written on both sides, Kenim, lamentations, Vahega, grief and moaning, Vahey, and crying out. In other words, say the Mephoshim, front and back. The front is open, the back is more hidden, or if you prefer, the front are Nevios that have occurred already, that are lamentations, and those that will yet occur in the future are on the back, both the open and the hidden. And that will be, for you, a sign, all your prophecies collected on this parchment that speaks of the lamentation and destruction of the days to come. Tomorrow we will continue with this nevuah and the challenge to both B'nai Israel and the people of Bovel Ad Khan.